Hey, it's Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Rough House Podcast featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris. And Marty. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode 270, recorded on uh, a, a rare Sunday evening. Yeah, my schedule is a bit fucked, but I appreciate it, it's you, It's all pal. good. It's all good. March 27th, <laughs> 2022. I'm Marty. And I'm Kristoff. And, uh, you know, figures that the one time we do... The evening record. There was no breaking news earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. We, we we don't we don't have anything thrilling or exciting. Like the most interesting breaking news that has happened since we recorded the Schlegel soapbox earlier today. Yeah, uh, is Kyrie Sane's uh, eardrum got blown out, which wow. uh, had nothing to do with uh, Justin Bocephus Schlegel. Yeah, um, as much as much as he'd wanted to. Well, yeah. No, as, I'd uh, you know I I would watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, by the way, the Schlegel's Soapbox, available on the Patreon at the $5 tier. Pardon me. Um, so head on over there, sign up for that, enjoy uh, our good friend who, uh, you know, prone to hyperbole is is, yes. is our fellow Justin. But yes. some salient points made and a, yeah. a really good chat we had this morning. So definitely yeah. head over to the Patreon and check that out. Even if I don't entirely agree with all of his sentiments. No, they are, no. They are enjoyed sentiments just the same. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, the, 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 uh, the delivery of which is always, <laughs> well, uh, I, I think that the top story to get into, uh, from this week, it, it was Friday that all this came out. We covered a bit of it on Schlegel's soapbox, but you know, for the drier, more news style take, I, I think I got to go ahead and hit this. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! Triple H! Not dead! No, no, no. Close! (laughs) We we found that out. Uh, But Triple H uh, was in the hot seat this week, uh, appearing on ESPN and ESPN+. Uh, He sat down for an interview with Stephen A. Smith who did not take the moment to talk about is Kobe Bryant the greatest they did not they did not dig into that uh, he's got a weird face that guy <laughs> he looks like a catfish <laughs> yes yes i was trying to i was trying to figure out what it was i think he's yeah you nailed it he, he kind of does like catfish. um yeah. but Stephen a smith on his espn plus show they, they teased it on first take on espn proper sat down uh, with the former VP of what was it talent development? I think that was the the title he had. Sure, I'm not yeah. sure what title he has now, uh, but uh, it's the first time uh, that we've heard from Papa H in some time. Uh, yeah. Triple H was, of course, uh, seen by many to be the future of WWE, and um, the uh, black and gold brand of NXT was his baby. It, of course, has been wrestled away from him although it sounds like it didn't take much effort well, to do so uh and it's been now, sports entertained away from him yes uh <laughs> as it is now the multicolored nxt 2.0 and where has triple h been well we knew it was a cardiac issue right the severity of it however was much worse than any of us uh knew um so september 2021 was when all the news broke uh, he mentions uh, that he had a um, an issue with uh, ejection fraction of the human heart. Yes. It's the right. measurement of the percentage of blood leaving your heart each time it contracts. 
yeah, around sixty percent is is the ideal EF. Um, you know, anything I think below thirty is considered heart failure. Um, yes. And the lowest uh, Triple H has got, I think he said, was twelve percent, which is uh, uh, knocking on death's door essentially. Yeah, uh, he he was wondering uh, if he would make it through the necessary surgery. Uh, that he partook in to to have uh, have this issue fixed. It was a side effect of viral pneumonia and inflamed mm-hmm. lungs, an illness that came up during SummerSlam weekend. So we're looking all the way back now into August of last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, uh, pushing a year. But uh, he uh, ended up having these issues. Was admitted to the hospital. Um, now had uh, uh, a uh, defibrillator inserted mm-hmm. into his chest to yeah. uh, ensure that if any issues occur that, that he can sort of be zapped back into life, one hopes. Uh, but at 52 years old, uh, he is officially done as a professional wrestler. Um, he will never wrestle again. Full stop. Yeah. Um, and more than that, uh, he is back in his executive role. However, uh, he's still in recovery, and he's more just focused on recruiting and development of talent. Um, he's not so much involved on the day-to-day, clearly, of, of NXT or, or anything like that. And I would say it, it, it's pretty much a given that any thought process of, oh, Triple H is the anointed one for Vince clean out the window now oh no i mean we didn't you know this is essentially confirmation of which uh, but you know ever since he lo- he lost i mean yeah. he's a loser uh he lost the wednesday night wars to to aew so at, at pretty much at that point we knew you know pre-cardiac situation that triple h was no longer the the golden child the 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 true successor uh or would-be successor as yeah. it as, as you would say so so yeah it's um uh, so he's doing development and recruitment. So yeah. I'm not sure what exactly that entails because they're not actively recruiting wrestlers. So yeah, I guess it, they're it, recruiting other like college athletes or I, I would guess whatever. The, the whole WWE next in line move of taking NCAA athletes to show promise and uh, basically want to have a backup plan. Right. Um, that that is his baby. It sounds more like his role at this point is going to be akin to what William Regal was, what uh, Samoa Joe was being groomed into becoming before he was let go. Uh, just focusing on the, the talent opportunities for WWE to, uh, to to build the next generation and the generation after that. Yeah, it's still kind of crazy to me you just mentioned Samoa Joe and he hasn't popped up anywhere he hasn't he he's been very quiet uh he has done some podcast interviews and that sort of thing okay. where he's indicated you know he's he's got a few fires in the uh what's it irons, irons in the fire, in the fire. yeah fires in the iron sure uh, a few irons yeah. in the fire up the irons um, outside of pro wrestling i, I okay. know that before he was in wwe uh, apparently he had done really well with real estate and and that sort of thing okay um uh, like commercial real estate oh okay. uh, he, he was not a, a, a traditional landlord if you will uh, although i'm just saying you miss a miss a month's rent <laughs> joey samoe's at your door like yeah 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 that that rent gets paid yeah um I wouldn't be surprised if one uh, Tony Khan hasn't sent him some kind of message with oh, uh, yeah. with Ring of Honor. You know, I feel like if his in-ring days are done, we don't know. I mean, he'd been kind of injury uh, bit by the injury bug at the mm-hmm. tail end of his WWE career there. But um, if his in-ring days are over, I would imagine an on-screen deal either – doing commentary or as a GM sort of situation in, in ring of honor might be a possibility for him. Well, it's funny you say that not, not to go too far off the, the reservation. Cause we're going to talk sure, more yeah. about this show in a few. Um, the inaugural class of the ring of honor hall of fame includes some. Oh, that's Joe. right. That's right. So there is uh, let's call it a, a 99.9% possibility that, Samoa Joe and Tony Khan are going to be in the same building yeah. this coming weekend. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I got to imagine they, they're at least going to have some friendly hellos, if not some deeper conversations coming out of that. Sure, yeah. But to, to circle back to Triple H, um, yeah. it is 
it's it's good to hear from him because totally. <laughs> we you know as, as we had spoken about multiple times and i think a, a good chunk of the last last soapbox was spent uh discussing the lack of word from triple h so it's good to hear that you know he's recovering from this you know uh terrible situation as somebody who you know works on disability cases his case uh is a dream case for me because that's an easy win uh, <laughs> yeah yeah your ticker don't work you yeah. shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure he's over 50 at this point. Yeah, yeah. So he's that 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 helps me out as well uh, in terms in terms of that. But uh, you know, he does not need to file for disability. No, uh, no, no. He's he is set between him and his wife's uh, bountiful fortunes. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that. Um, I mean, she's definitely worth more than he is at this point. I, I, don't I think, think there's so. any question, right? I I, I think. I think you're correct. I think uh, she is in a situation where um, between being a, a, a member of management for longer. Yeah. And um, I, I think she probably had shares longer and that sort of thing. She's probably right, worth right. more out of the two. Sure. Um, I'm not sure Just, what their salaries look like comparatively. Because also no. I think Triple H had a had two contracts. He did. He had a, well, no, no, she had a talent contract Oh, yeah, that's well. true. That's true. So um, they each but, had two. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how it all – how it all plays out in terms of uh, who's the real moneymaker in that household. I just know that their daughters will never need to worry about <laughs> no. anything. So no, no, uh, they're set. Yeah. And their kids are probably set too. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the McMahon grandchildren are going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, but of course we have all this news on the verge of the biggest week in professional wrestling. Is that the original WrestleMania yeah, theme? Yeah, it's the original WrestleMania theme. Is that from... <laughs> Do you know who comp- uh, composed that? Is that a... I, I think that's a Jim Johnson Is original. that a Jim Johnson jam? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, kind of the guitar kind of... It could have been uh, Derringer. You uh, know, it, uh, it, it's possible it was Derringer or, or Derringer and... and uh, Jimmy Hart. Uh, Jimmy Hart, but uh, that, that's that's the OG. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just want to say right now, and I'm, I'm now kicking myself for having not pulled it. If you want to really enjoy some peak late 80s, early 90s coked out vents, uh-huh. bring up, look up the intros for like WrestleMania 5, 6, 7, 8, because it's just Vince yelling about the main events as that music plays. <laughs> like, you know, this kicks in and it's just Toronto, Canada! just goes full ape shit about it yeah well hey man he he was uh you gotta you gotta pump up uh you gotta gas up your own card right yeah yeah uh i I, but what i will say is there's nothing on peacock this coming weekend that will touch that level of enthusiasm they can call it the most stupendous excuse me most stupendous weekend in wrestling history however this is the word they use yes of all the adjectives stupendous stupendous. is the word that they are chasing down this year wow okay Uh, they they can call it that all they want but until you have vince screaming about roman and brock which hey if you're listening and we know you do by all means take this from us I want to put on Peacock on Sunday and just hear Vince losing his fucking mind about Brock and Roman. <laughs> that would be great. Like, uh, throw it back. I mean, at this point, I would worry that if he got that excited yelling, he may, yeah, he you know, may die. Be, he may pull a pull a Triple H there, and uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure Vince's uh, heart from all the steroids <laughs> for a longer period of time. How is Vince the one with the healthier heart? By the way, like that just is well, wild to me. That's not we don't know that for sure. Uh, true, okay, true, true, I have true. not seen an echocardiogram on Vince and Kennedy McMahon, so uh, I'm not sure how how thick his uh, his uh, left atrium is, or if that's inflamed, or the uh, you know the all the other. Uh, sorts of things i can think of the letters but not what they actually mean but yeah. you know the left uh left ventricle wall um uh thickness is is the one i was thinking for there but yeah anyway 
and and correction, the tagline is the most stupendous two night event in WrestleMania history. Okay, so 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 that's that's interesting wording because they're only putting it against the past couple of years. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the one that didn't have people in front of it, the one that had a quarter full stadium, or this one yeah. that's trying to have a full stadium, but will probably have a half full stadium. That's that's really what we're comparing it to. Interesting, interesting. Um, you know, it's WrestleMania. They're going to go all out. They got the yeah. celebrities. They, they got they you know. they've got everything, and it and it all starts. Uh, tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to the Patreon feed, who gets it on the day we record or the non-Patreon feed where you get it on Mondays, uh, they're calling it WrestleMania Raw and they're calling Friday WrestleMania Smackdown. Are they going to call it WrestleMania Payback, the next pay-per-view again? Uh, WrestleMania Backlash is, Backlash? is the okay. next pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's a, a jam-packed week full of professional wrestling from the WWE side alone. We'll talk about everything else going on ancillary in a moment, mm-hmm. but you have raw on Monday. Yeah. You have NXT on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then Friday you have SmackDown. Is, is NXT going to be live in Dallas on Tuesday or no, are they no, still in the, they're at the PC full sale or piece PC. That's right. Yeah. PC. So on Friday, the live crowd for SmackDown, in uh in dallas Mm -hmm. uh they are going to get smackdown followed by the hall of fame oh god yeah well there's only like four people this year so yeah it's it's not it's not a big four hour spectacular and um from what it sounds like uh, a lot of it's going to be pre-taped um so that that'll be friday night then saturday at noon local time is nxt stand and deliver that's, noon? Yes, because Saturday night is night one. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then Sunday night is, of course, night two. And then you have the Raw after Mania, which is also in Dallas at the same arena that SmackDown's at on Friday. And then the NXT the following. Yeah, but that'll be back at the PC. Right. Sorry, wow. The Capitol Wrestling Center. Sure, yeah. Yikes. That's a lot of shit I won't be watching. Yeah, and, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. But uh, to, to talk about... Uh, what's going on? By the way, the official theme song. Um, I was going to ask you that, actually. Um, I, I don't have it downloaded uh, to play for you, uh, but it is Sacrifice by The Weeknd. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say Creed, and I was about ready to lose my shit. If if they were throwing it back to the uh, to the Ruthless Aggression era, yeah. come back from injury videos, fuck yeah. My sacrifice. So there Pretty are, sure Scott Stapp could use a payday these days. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Before I, before I say what the Mania card is, I should uh-huh. mention that the WrestleMania SmackDown Features two matches that, in theory, should probably be on Mania, but are not. Okay. Uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal will be on SmackDown. That's on mm, Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Shown on the graphic for the Battle Royal, Commander Aziz, the Viking Raiders, Apollo Crews, Damian Priest, U.S. Champion Finn Balor, Oh, my God. You can't even put Finn Balor in WrestleMania? You can't even put the U.S. title on, on WrestleMania. But don't worry. It's on even footing, as I'll talk about in a minute. Robert Roode, Jinder Mahal, R-Truth, Shanky, not Veer, but Shanky. Who is Shanky? Uh, he, he's the other uh, large, imposing Indian fellow who's been hanging out with um, uh, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's still around? Yeah. Yeah. He, in fact, I just said a moment ago he's going to be in this battle royal. You said his name? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Reg- I've just gone ear blind to fucking Jinder Mahal. It's okay. Wow, I apologize. I, I am no, listening no, 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 no. I, I thought it was hysterical that you forgot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Reggie, Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, Mad Cat Moss, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, and Mansoor. Undoubtedly, uh-huh. this were, is where Ali would have been had he not chosen to right. try to wait out his contract. Also on SmackDown, uh, Ricochet will defend the Intercontinental Championship because Flippy Ricky is the IC champion against wow. both Umberto, who lost his last name, and Angel, who lost his last name, of Los Lotharios. So, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, this on paper, mark, that match. 
that match should rule, but it, it should be great. However, this marks one full year since the Intercontinental Championship has been defended on a pay per view. I I can't even wrap my head around that statement. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it that is one of your legacy titles. I mean, yep, it's been around longer than. The Universal Championship. I believe it is the longest tenured belt of the current round of belts, because I think even the... Because the uh, tag teams are split between the two brands, so there's not a single world tag team champion anymore. Yeah, and I I think the lineage got broken at some point, so it's not even tied to, you know, the classic 80s WWF tag team title. Wow. Yeah. That's... uh, uh, I mean, I... Again, I can't say I'm surprised to hear this, yeah, but it is pretty egregious. But for uh, each show, which will undoubtedly last three, if not four, if not five hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No pre-show matches so far. So far. Okay. Do we have anybody uh, singing America the Beautiful that we know of? Uh, not listed here on Wikipedia, but I can take a look and find out real quick. Is The Weeknd going to perform the song at no. WrestleMania? No, he's too big for that. Okay. <laughs> America. He'll take the money, but he's not going to perform. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, that's fair. He had the WrestleMania theme last year. Yeah, okay. Well, right. One of two. Because uh, they, they had two themes. Uh, Valentino Khan. Oh, wait. No, that's who's performing uh, at WrestleMania, but is not necessarily performing America the Beautiful. Valentino Khan is a DJ who will be performing at the show. So is that any relation to either Khan, Nick Khan, or Tony Khan? Uh, not that I am aware of, but okay. I would not be surprised to find out that uh, that there's some sort of relation to <laughs> I wonder if he's going to, you know, incur some wrath, you know, (laughs) get the wrath of Khan at WrestleMania. Perhaps. I mean, Shatner's still alive, right? He can just go out there and introduce him. He's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? He he is. He's a Hall of Fame. Let's get the Shatman coming. Introduce him and just yell out, it's Khan. And, you know, five people will rejoice because they get that reference. Five people out of the 56,000 that are supposed to be there each night. Yeah, the 22,000 that'll be there each night. Um, So for night one on Saturday, we've got five matches announced. Okay. Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. The Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championship uh, against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. You know what? I got to say, Rick Boog is getting a WrestleMania payday. You'll love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Boog and Bust, you know, it's it's been in the garage for a little while, but. Yeah, no, it's stalled out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know what? Good for him. Good for that yeah, guy. No, happy, happy for the guy. Yeah. He made it. He made it happen. Drew McIntyre. God, what? How the mighty have fallen. Drew McIntyre will be going against Happy Corbin. Oh, God. Ugh. Uh, okay. Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio will face The Miz and Logan Paul. Oh uh, yeah. And Becky Lynch will defend the Raw Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. It is odd that they're putting both big women's matches on the same night. Yeah, and and they're both going to be overshadowed by what is technically not a match as Kevin Owens will host the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. Which will get physical, but... It will get physical, but they, they have not called it a match, which I think is very important here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's smart on their behalf Yeah. to temper expectations, but, you know, to, to expect Stone Cold to come out and not hit a stunner on Kevin Owens, you're oh, just... I mean, it's foolish, foolhardy. It's definitely what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, for night two on Sunday... We have a four-way for the Women's Tag Team Championship as champions Queen Zelina and Carmella defend against the teams of Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Didn't Natty and Shayna Baszler have one, like, a vicious feud a year or two back? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they did. And now they're BFFs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Johnny Knoxville will face Sami Zayn in an Anything Goes match. I have morbid curiosity on that. Yeah, yeah. The the spectacle of that is is one which I'm looking forward to. 
and even after watching Jackass Forever, which is fantastic. By I, the haven't, way. I haven't thrown it on yet, but I'm very much looking forward. It, to it. is. It is a lot of fun. Um, you know, we made a big deal of, of Knoxville doing the rumble and, you know, the concussions and the the bump that he takes in the latest Jackass movie. Fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that I've he heard. is going out there to have a match, and I'm sure, you know, it's not going to be, you know, a work rate match. It's going to be a celebrity match. But mm-hmm. somebody like Johnny Knoxville, you know, can do more. I mean, he's essentially a stuntman, so he can definitely yeah. do more stuff than, you know. It, it will be very heavy on the smoke and mirrors. The, this sure. is where tables will come out. This is where undoubtedly Hornswoggle will pop up. To fight is, Wee Man. Yeah, there's there's going to be a cavalcade yeah. of ridiculousness during this match. Yeah, and I'm sure he won't come alone. Yeah, yeah, no. There's the, the entire crew, or as many as people a recognize and b they can justify paying, <laughs> uh, will be a part of it. I'm sure half of them wouldn't mind coming for free. Although, I, and talking about it, we I do have to give credit to Sami Zayn who has been working his ass off. Oh yeah, on this gimmick and or promoting this match you know crashing the red carpet of the movie premiere and uh knoxville giving out you know sammy's number his phone number well yeah sure yeah Yeah. i mean uh, they you know gave him an extra phone and a new number to give away but yeah yeah yeah. it's it's smart and he's doing a great job at it oh yeah Um, the 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 extra touches like sammy zane's wallpaper being sammy zane when he would posted like, yeah, oh, you know, why am I getting all these calls? Yep, like, yeah, no, it's fantastic, very, very good stuff. Yeah, um, we've got Pat McAvee going against Austin Theory. Ugh. Yeah, um, I mean McAvee is shockingly decent. Just I, I don't, I don't have any reason to want to see this. Um, RK Bro will defend the Raw Tag Team Championships against the Street Profits in Alpha Academy. We've okay. got Edge versus AJ Styles in the one work rate match of, let's call it, the entire weekend. Yeah, but I've tempered my expectation on WrestleMania AJ Styles matches after the... Uh, yeah, the Nakamura one? The, the Nakamura, yeah. and, and then that... I, I still fucking hate that Boneyard situation that people yeah, swooned and you should over. probably also lower the bar given... Uh, Edge ran a few years ago, which oh may God. still be happening. As we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. And, and then Ryan Satin is still gushing over it. Yes. Oh, uh, the storytelling. Yeah, oh. yeah. Still one of the best, one of the best shady uh, screenshots ever of, of all of the talking heads in wrestling going, Jesus fucking Christ. And then Ryan Satin right there in the middle, lapping it up. Yeah. Um, and we've got Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, winner takes all for the WWE championship uh-huh. and WWE universal championship. I mean, those guys deliver. Sure. And I've no doubt it will be booked well. Um, The other addition on the Sunday card uh, is unofficially official. uh, If you believe everything that has been said out there. Uh, So Seth Rollins had the ongoing storyline of needing a spot on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're promoting that uh, he's supposed to have a meeting with Vince McMahon t- on Monday morning to, oh. to uh, figure sure. it out. Um, and all indications are this is where we will get the debut of Cody Rhodes or return, I guess, uh, of Cody Rhodes in WWE. So Seth versus Cody on Sunday. I think. OK, so a couple things. Yeah, he say goodbye to the special boy entrance <laughs> yeah. unless he kind of worked that into a contract, which I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what theme he's going to use. I mean, if they're smart, he has the rights to that song. Cause like, I was going to, I was going to ask brought it with that. him from ring of honor to, uh, uh AEW. Okay. Um, and he used it, you know, in, in NWA, like, he paid downstate to make that theme. Okay. All right. I think if they are smart, they try to retain as much of the presentation of Cody Rhodes from AEW and bring that into WWE. No different than the Hardys. You know, they, they got the fucking uh, uh, stock music yeah. that the Hardys used in WWE right. for their AEW run. It'd be the smartest move just to bring all of that over. Sure, it would. 
<laughs> I mean, do I think they have? Uh, God, I don't even know the name of of who makes music anymore because it's not CFOs. It's some no. fucking random some guy company. Uh, yeah, it, it could be total creator wrestler music that he stumbles and bumbles out to. Yeah. Uh, while there's a gigantic 3D uh, AR model of, of the, the of logo. his neck tattoo. Um, <laughs> the odds of that are just as likely, I think. But again, to to sort of dovetail on something we talk about on Schlegel Soapbox this week, again, Patreon, hop over there, sign up for the rough house, you get to hear the whole thing. Um, it would behoove WWE to bring over as much of what made him him yeah aew into their company not only to appease cody but also to send the message to anyone from aew watching sure yeah no that would make a lot of sense however making sense in wwe are not things that are uh compliant with each other or happen concurrently a lot so yeah we'll see I'll, i'll be honest excuse me as I yawn, which tells you my level of interest in this card. There's, yeah, and Cody Rhodes. Uh, there's a match and a half I want to see on, on this show. I actually want to see Roman Brock. I want to see what they do after all this time. Sure. If they deliver. Um, because the entire past two years of the company have been built around this match. Yeah. And if they shit the bed, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Uh, I mean, I don't think performance-wise it was shit the bed. It's it's the booking of how it's going to go that would really raise some eyebrows. I think, you know, that's fair. That's fair. They're two very good, capable performers, and Lord knows you've had enough matches to to know each other. So, <laughs> yeah, well, l- let us hope for the best and prepare for the worst. But in yeah. terms of Mania weekend, if you're a professional wrestling fan and you're looking at that card and going, eh, I don't really want to watch that. Great news, there are. Tons of pro wrestling matches for you to watch over the next few days. It all starts on Thursday at noon. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's a worse time slot than NXT UK, but all right. As GCW's collective kicks off with a show from Glory Pro Wrestling. Glory Hole Wrestling. Got it. 4 p.m. on Thursday brings uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 8. Anything of note on Bloodsport this year? Um... Let me take a look and see if I can find the card anywhere. I mean, they uh, usually have like one big marquee sort of, uh, you know, match or bring in somebody like a Suzuki or a Moxley. I remember in prior years. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, John Moxley versus Biff Busick. Oh, the that's show. the one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, that, that'll fucking rule. Also, Minoru Suzuki against Chris Dickinson. Okay. Um, John Hennigan against Simon Gotch, of all people. Uh, and uh, Josh Barnett will be going against Jonah. Oh, um, what's his face? Big guy. Yeah, Aussie. formerly of, of NXT. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All oh, right. and uh, Tim Thatcher will be on the show also. Oh, yeah, he got his papers too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Okay. Uh, we've got at 6 p.m. on Thursday, Mm-hmm. Uh, the first big WrestleCon show of the weekend. That's High Spot's weekend of entertainment okay. as AAA invades WrestleCon. All right. Then Reality of Wrestling, that's Booker T's promotion. Okay. Eight o'clock has their first of two shows. Mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Thursday night is Joey Janela Spring Break 6 Part 1. Okay. Okay, Joey. Yeah. Uh, that's headlined by Joey Janela versus X-Pac. <laughs> all right Why 10 p.m not? brings the mark hitchcock memorial super show that's the big show on uh the high spot side of things that will have biff Busick versus minoru suzuki um that uh has an absolutely crazy card let me see if i can bring that one up uh they announced the other day that uh the best match of the card will get a five thousand dollar reward how do they gauge that? Fan response. How do they gauge that? <laughs> According to that, a live fan vote will decide which match okay. of the eight gets an extra 5K. But on that show, uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Biff Busick, the Briscoes against Loki and Homicide. Okay. Bandito will face 
Mike Bell, Mike Bailey in a rematch from Bola this year. Oh hell yeah! We got Big Tom Ishii against Timothy Thatcher. Oh, Maya Yim against Athena, and just announced uh, Onita and PCO will have mystery partners for a ten man tag. Onita, that the Onita, uh, Atushi Onita, who just wrestled Bully Ray last night in an absolute shit fest of a match. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, Onita. We'll have a team of five against a PCO team of five. Okay. <laughs> 11 o'clock Thursday night brings... God, the, we're still on Thursday. Yeah. Brings the major wrestling figure podcast live. Okay. Um, then 1 a.m. Friday is GCW's Planet Death Deathmatch Tournament. Guys, come on. 1 a.m. on a Friday morning. Yep. Guys. Noon on Friday, another GCW collective show. It is their two feeder leagues. Yes, GCW has feeder leagues. As LA Fights goes against JCW. So LA Fights is their developmental in Los Angeles. And JCW is their Jersey-based one. I thought it was Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Well, that's also a JCW. Okay. Are they at WrestleMania weekend? They're not. No ICP? No ICP. Dang. Um... Then we've got at noon also on Friday, the other reality of wrestling show, Booker T's Fed. 4 p.m. brings GCW's For the Culture show. Okay. Featuring all black talent. Um, 6 p.m. brings the New Japan Lone Star Shootout show. Uh, that's at <sighs> WrestleCon. Uh, we've got the Super Card of Honor at 8 o'clock on, thir- or, excuse me, on Friday. Okay. That is the debut of Tony Khan's Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. Uh, is is building a hell of a card. Uh, the latest lineup of that, we've got Bandito and uh, Jonathan Gresham for the uh, unification t- unification of the belts. Briscoe's against FTR for the uh, ROH tag team titles. Josh Woods defending the ROH peer title against Wheeler Yuta and Swerve Oops. against Alex Zane. Okay. All right. 8.30 p.m. on Friday brings Gringo Loco's The World on Lucha. That's <laughs> All right. a, a GCW show filled, filled with luchadors. All right. We've got, at 10 p.m. on Friday, Impact Wrestling's Multiverse of Matches show. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh-huh. We've got, at 1 a.m. Saturday, Joey Janela's Spring Break 6 Part 2, which will feature, quote-unquote, the world's biggest clusterfuck. Uh, yeah, that's, that that checks out. Noon on Saturday has Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Okay. Uh, noon on Saturday also has at WrestleCon USA versus the World. Mm-hmm. 4 p.m. brings Thunder Rosa's company to GCW's collective as it's Mission Pro Wrestling's Bangers Only. <laughs> that's a great name for a show. I ain't gonna lie. Can't even hate it. 8 p.m. Saturday night. Uh, as part of the collective is unsanctioned pro and then 1 a.m. Sunday is black label pro also part of the GCW collective. So, uh, a lot of fucking wrestling in Texas. If you're in town, man, oh man. Yeah. 80,000 wrestling fans in one state and people are trying to get all of them. Supposedly from (laughs) my perspective, if you are a wrestling fan and you want to travel, there is no better bang for your buck than one of these mania weekends. Like, yeah, I, you know, in 2019, I went up and we caught what was it the the pancakes show uh-huh. at uh, WrestleCon. Yep, and went to uh, Ring of Honor and, and New Japan and MSG. Mm-hmm. That was awesome in and of itself. I didn't need to go to anything else, but I could have. Like, DDT was in town, Stardom was in town. Um, you know. I, I think uh, that was still when Evolve was running shows. Like, yeah, Kaiju Big Battle had a show that I wanted to go to but couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah there was a lot like scattered around New York, and yeah. I think Dallas may be a little easier to get around than New York, New Jersey. Yeah, I, it, well, it, it depends on where exactly. Because from my my understanding, the Ring of Honor show is closer to Houston. Oh, really? Dallas. Yeah. So they're not close to each other. No, they're not. Not really. Uh, the part is a big ass state. Yeah, uh, the part that's funny is I believe uh, AEW is actually running Dynamite from the same venue that week. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Uh, but best of luck to everybody. Uh, and I just hope everybody has a good time. That's 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 the key part here, <laughs> man. That's that's really what we're about here. And and you know what? Talking about a good time, 
let's go ahead and hit this guy. The New Japan Cup 2022 is in the books, and uh, shock of shocks, it ended up being pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I the, uh, I saw two matches yesterday, haven't watched the finals today, but uh, by all accounts, it was a solid match as uh, we have a, uh, a winner, and his name is Zack Sabre the Jr. So yeah. uh, congratulations to the Wiley uh, Brit. Yeah, uh, the semifinals were set uh, uh, early in the week uh, as uh, Okada uh, defeated uh, uh, Shima and Naito defeated Jeff Cobb. We had semifinals Mm -hmm. of Okada Naito and Shingo Takagi and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Both of those matches were pretty darn good uh, with uh, a lot more love toward the... uh, Shingo's the SJ match. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the Okada Naito match it was just it was nothing new. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you've seen those guys wrestle once, you've yeah. seen them wrestle quite a few times. And they've had better matches. Yeah. Uh but I, I mean obviously you have to save stuff for you know later and and and, 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 and everything, but but yeah. But credit where credit is due. Uh Gato pulled the trigger on ZSJ. I think now's the time. I don't know if we're going to see him become IWGP heavyweight champion, but um, I wouldn't say no to it. No, no, I, I wouldn't hate it either. I mean, you know, they've had British champion in the past, relatively recent past with uh, Osprey. Um, mm-hmm. And by the way, the Osprey ZSA match from earlier in the week was really, really good. Would you uh, give it the full five, though? As- I would not give it the full okay. five, but yeah. it was still very, very good. Um uh, but yeah, ZSJ, I mean, he's had a couple title matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most recently when Shingo was champ, um, if I recall correctly. Yes. Uh, yes. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the guy, Zack Sabre is mega talented. He's super fun to watch because he's got an answer for fucking everything. You right. know, he's, right. you know, the winner of the Brian Danielson Best Technical Wrestler Award for, what, seven years in a row or something? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Even after uh, Brian Danielson returned. Returned, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, he's not, like, the most physically intimidating guy, but the talent is there. The, the Japanese fans have shockingly taken to him uh, a lot because he's really embraced, you know, Japan and and the culture over there. He's moved there. He's learning the language, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, fuck it. You know what? Go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. C- couldn't hurt to to give it a shot. Will that happen at Dominion? The title match or prior? Um, or the that, anniversary show. That's a good question. Um, I think the it would be at the anniversary show. Okay. Well, actually, no. We just had two. Did we just do the anniversary show? No, 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 the anniversary show is in May. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So it will probably be at the anniversary show, but undoubtedly. We're going to have Okada, uh, Okada and Naito at some point because Naito beat him in the tournament. Right. So, yes. Um, we'll, we'll see some variation thereof of, of those matches uh, in the upcoming shows because we do have the May pay-per-view, which will be 50th anniversary, then Dominion in June. June, yeah. And then, holy fuck, we'll be right back in the middle of G1 season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we got uh, Best of Super Juniors coming up soon, too. I want to know what that lineup is. Give me, yeah. give me some good stuff, guys. I, I've I, had yeah. strong hearts on the undercard lately. Like, I'd like to see more L. Lindemann and T. Hawk. Let's fucking go. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. And now that you know Japan is opening up a little bit more, yeah. let's get a, a Ryu Lee back in there. Hell for, yeah, for best of Super Juniors and maybe some uh, some loaned AEW talent. You know, if oh god, imagine if Regal takes Mox and Danielson over to New Japan for the G1. Well, that's the thing. Danielson, in his interview recently yeah. with, with Wrestling Observer, was like, I have this image of me, Mox, and two of our friends running over there and doing a G1. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. That yeah. That's just that. Fuck yeah. Do that. And I think I know who he means by their two friends. Okay, is is it are the, like the Moriarty Yuta they've been no, no, courting, or I, no I actual? Th- I think it's Joey Samoa, and I think it's Cesaro. Oh boy! Imagine those four in a G one. Holy shit balls! Yeah, like it'd be dream match show after show. Yeah, no, that would be the you know 
like a couple of years ago, I watched every G1 match. Yeah. And then I, I don't know if you'd get to that point, but there certainly would be a lot of them you'd want to see. Yes, very, very, very much so. Wow. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. At least one. I need at least one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, and then. Yeah, yeah, no, shit, shit moves along. So, yeah. are they running them concurrently again? Or are they going to? Um, well, uh, Best of Super Juniors is going to be in May. Okay, so right. so I, we will not have concurrent this year, right. um, but we won't have to wait till fall this time. It'll, yeah, it'll be yeah. the July August time. Frame, okay, like Work. it used to be. Uh, speaking of companies that are about to have really big tournaments. AEW was live on Wednesday, taped on Friday. Two pretty decent shows, although it was very weird. It felt like the first hour of Dynamite absolutely rolled. Then we had an hour of Rampage. And then Rampage was pretty good for Rampage. But I was whelmed by both shows this week. Really? Really? None, I, I feel like... I don't, I don't know. I mean... Stories progressed. There were a couple good matches. I mean, Punk and Dax stands out from Dynamite, and Starks and Swerve from Rampage was really good. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of other stuff that just didn't really, I don't know, just didn't really connect with me. Like, the, the, the tag tornado thing was was fun i guess but you know it was just a way to get jeff hardy to jump off of something tall i get it you know it is what it is i don't know all right we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go through it but yeah nothing that i recall really you know wowed me put it that way let's jump through it i'm going to try to do less of a beat by beat and more just you know hitting the the main points uh top of the show was cm punk versus dax harwood fucking hell dax is a great singles worker um This match fucking ruled, and apparently it was 100% called in the ring, so kudos to those guys. Yeah, I caught a couple of the calls uh, coming over, but, you know, yes. you'll that'll, that'll happen. Yeah, no, those guys, very good together. Uh, yeah. You know, not, not uh, really any complaints. There wasn't, like, shenanigans or anything that I recall. Uh, I know What's-His-Face came out there. Cash. Uh, cash, yeah. Uh, but I don't remember him getting involved unless I'm totally blanking on that. No, he did not get involved, uh, as we are definitely heading right into a face turn from FTR, uh, mm-hmm. as they have their first heel opponents in the gun club next week. Uh, <laughs> the, the ass boys, ass boys giving them shit after the match on Wednesday. Uh, I just want to say that this match sealed the deal for me. There may be no move I love more. Then a slingshot sit out power bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it hits flush, when the slingshot hits flush, it's uh, it's gorgeous. We had the aforementioned tornado tag, which is really just about two big spots. One, Darby being ping ponged by the butcher <laughs> between railings, and yeah. then just thrown like a bowling ball down the stairs. Yep. yep. And uh, Jeff Hardy climbing a fifteen foot ladder. Then scaling the walls of the venue in yeah. Austin uh, or Houston. Where, where were they? They were in Austin. Texas. They were in Austin. Thank right? You. No, the Austin was a week before. Uh, it was uh, San Antonio last week. Oh, that's right. Uh, I, so know, I think this was Austin. States. Anyway, sure. uh, fucking Jeff Hardy uh, climbs the side of the building yeah. uh, in full sunlight, which is added to the surreal nature of it. And yeah. uh, he proceeded to uh, do a swanton uh, onto both the butcher and the blade through two tables, which had uh, cardboard boxes underneath them filled with T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The merch they went through the merch stand tables, which I think was you know a good excuse for there to be something under there to break falls. Yes, uh, to do it by the merch stand. So yeah, and then you know Jeff Hardy going to do Jeff Hardy shit. It was yeah. you know I feel like they're doing a lot of those tornado brawls recently Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. you know pump the brakes on them not Uh, have to do them every week it's probably the safest way for both sting Sting. and matt hardy 
to work matches. One being a 63-year-old man, the other moving like a 63-year-old man. <laughs> it is crazy that Sting is more mobile than Matt Hardy these days. Yeah, Matt Matt Hardy looks like an action figure with shitty articulation at this point. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. He's got the old five Amazing. points. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Brian Danielson and John Moxley murdered the Varsity Blondes. I mean, I enjoyed seeing Brian Pillman get his head cut, face to, or face kicked in. Um, but I, I gotta say, uh, listening to the recap of this from uh, Alvarez and Meltzer, as I do every Thursday, um, Dave said that he thought the Varsity Blondes looked good in this, and all I can say is. What the fuck did they do? They got murdered. <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember offense happening from the Varsity Blondes. Yeah. I remember Julia Hart sitting there like, oh, these guys are just getting murdered. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Gonna watch. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of sulking eye patch Julia. More of that. <laughs> um, yeah, but what's what's the end game there? Was, I mean, she's going to turn on them at some point, right? Yeah, Is she yeah, going to join the House so. of Black? And what the fuck is she going to do with a bunch of spooky dudes? By the way, I, I don't know if this is going to come through in the video version. Apologies, audio listener. Video version available on Patreon. But Chris, your uh, your webcam image, yeah, uh, your background froze with you in it, and you're basically like bleeding into yourself right now. It is some surreal shit. Oh, really? Oh, you moving that way fixed it, but it is oh. it is definitely some surreal shit. It's okay, it's super fun. Cool. Um, Post match, uh, Moxley cut a promo where he uh, he named the their group. They are officially the Blackpool Combat Club, which I like. They yep. have a new T shirt that looks like shit. Not a yep. big fan of it. Yep, yep. MJF cut a promo, which is most notable for two points. One, he indicated that he's going to have Wardlow stay at home from yeah. now and forever. And two, uh, he called out Jesus <laughs> <laughs> in Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To be fair, they were they were chanting um, some not so great things at him. Yeah. So yeah. I I understand it. Uh, best friends kicked out Wheeler Yuta. Uh, so that's that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, well, Trent know. kicked out Wheeler Yuta from the best friends. <laughs> Trent, I was like, I never even liked you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So Yuta uh, is going to try to be the best wrestler he can be. So okay. uh, join on up with uh, the Blackpool. Uh, country club, go for it. Country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Cole defeated Jay Lethal in a match of perfectly fine professional wrestling that I didn't care all that much about. I was not invested in the match. No, no. I, I, for years and years, I have heard people who criticize the Ring of Honor, New Japan, AEW style of wrestling. Where they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just moves for moves' sake. It's perfectly competent pro wrestling, but I don't care. I've never understood that for a very long time, until this match. I suddenly <laughs> completely understood it. I was like, these guys are both really good at pro wrestling. Eh. <laughs> well, there was no. I mean, they alluded to some of the history that the two had, right? Which is fine. But why was this match even happening? Or hell, why didn't they use some of that? And again something we dig into on the patreon well they use some of that great video library they just bought right yeah i don't think the deal's finalized yeah yeah um anyway post-match it was a a whole to do with hangman page and jurassic express where uh adam cole ends up leaving having stolen the ew world championship so we're running the belt got stolen gimmick this time yeah i never really liked that angle do i Speaking of belts, Sammy Guevara and Tate Conti talked about Sammy Guevara jizzing on a belt. I mean, that wasn't what the promo really was about, but that's what you took away from it. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, and then the, they put out Tate uh, tweeted the photo of them naked with the belt yeah. uh, the next day. I was like, ah, yeah, we get it. You guys are banging all the time, and yeah. you know, it's 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 we're jealous, but you know. I guess this angle. is building to uh, Ethan Page and or sorry, I'll just call them by their tag team name. Ethan Page Van Sant against uh, <laughs> Ty and Sammy. I guess, but I don't know. It's it's making me kind of dislike Sammy. This this angle with Tay, like I you know. To, <sighs> to quote some discussion I've seen online, Sammy's Cody now. Oh man. 
Don't. Down to cutting a promo about how people say I take some risks, I don't need to, but you know what? I do it all for you people. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's that's not inaccurate. Yeah, the the cringe of the TNT title has been passed on. Yeah, that that kind of, yeah, that kind of puts a... You know, it, it describes kind of the malaise I was feeling about about Sammy recently. Yeah, that's 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 a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> to be pointed yeah, out, it is because you know we like Sammy here, we like Tay here. God, they are definitely less together than they are as their individual parts. Yeah, no, they're Cody and Brandy right now. Yeah, it's not great. No, don't da- be a holy Cody shit. And Brandy. Down to them feuding with Dan Lambert. Right? Yeah, it was basically like Fuck. yeah. Much how Red Velvet was finding replace Brandy for a while. Right. Finding replacing Cody and Brandy. Speaking of Red Velvet, she worked the exact same match with Layla Hirsch she did (laughs) on Rampage the Friday previously. Uh Uh Uh-huh. It was fine, I guess. But this time, Layla Hirsch had two turnbuckles. Mm. Yeah, she's she's, she's smart uh, and short and stout. Um, Okay. I mean, just yeah. finish this. Let it let it be done, and yeah. then get to Statlander and and Layla again. Yeah, which, which we just had at the pay per view. What the storyline was about, right? Uh, because Chris was banned from ringside, but she ran out as soon as the match was over. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, uh, in in our designated women's chunk of the night, Jade Cargill, Mark Sterling, cut the same promo same they always promo. do, except for this yeah. time she was talking about how she wants to celebrate. Okay, kind of a bummer. I, I, That's I really, what I'm saying. This was a very whelming episode of, yeah. of Dynamite. Then the the probably the worst segment of the night, Thunder Rosa comes out for a celebration, uh, was interrupted immediately by Vicky Guerrero, who mm-hmm. proceeded to quote your aunt and uncle's Facebook pages at Thunder Rosa. Yeah, not I mean, and to be coming from somebody with the last name Guerrero, some of the things she said were a little okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the things she said were very yeah. question markable, but yeah. That was a yeah. that was a bummer. Uh, all, all just to lead to a sneak attack from Nyla Rose. Like, just yeah. why? Nyla, who really doesn't need anyone to cut promos. No, no, she's great. Let her do her thing. You know, I I, uh, I was big on Vicky for you know some time, but she's just not needed with Nyla. No, no, Nyla, Nyla with her Lois Griffin esque delivery. Uh, really should be allowed to just cut her own promos. Is Nyla Rose Alex Borstein in disguise? Is that what's Possibly. happening here? Okay. Possibly. She, is that why whenever they're filming Marvelous Miss Maisel, Nyla Rose isn't on TV? Is that what's happening here? Gotcha. There it is. Okay. There it is. Then your main event was the Jericho Appreciation Society, represented by Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia, against the Dark Order duo of John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Um, how was this a main event? Yeah, it was it was weird, and and the ratings definitely show that no one else thought it was a main event. Yeah, dude, they yeah. The, the, I, I, I get demo god, not so much, pal. I, I get that they are trying to build Daniel Garcia, and in turn, there are going to be times where you put him in a place where the ratings will fall, but because you made him a guy, like they did this with Darby. Mm-hmm. Darby got put in main events, and they did it with Sammy. Sammy got put in main events. Mm-hmm. The ratings would take a dive, but because you stuck with them and you told the audience this is main eventer, with time, things built up. Yeah. In this match, you had two things that went very much against it. One, Jericho can't really take the spots that Silver and Reynolds dish out. Yes. Up to and including some of the really great locomotion-style tag combos mm-hmm. that they do got totally gunked up by having Jericho be the receiver of them. Yeah. And then Garcia was only in for the finish. Like, he did yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, Oddly booked match. It, it took away all of the strengths. I don't know if that was a scenario where Jericho as a vet was like, all right, kids, I'm putting my working boots on. I'm going to get you little guys over or what. But, but that it, it didn't. It and didn't. That's, that's, yeah. You would have. It would have been better off for everybody involved had Garcia been in there taking the heat and then, you know, taking all that uh, locomotion tandem shit. Uh, yeah, it, it did not. It did not pan out. It was and it for a main event. With, and it was no really big angle afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure there was going to be an angle at the end. But no, I was I was whelmed. Everyone stood tall. And then on Friday night, we had. <laughs> 
not delayed due to a case of March Madness. The show aired at 10 p.m. on Friday night, and it kicked off with Dustin Rhodes versus Lance Archer, where the two big guys beat the fuck out of each other. They did, but, you know, there was nothing new happening here. Um, And I, you know, I, I, I still don't know why that match happened. I guess there was some uh, bad yeah. blood from a pro- I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, they it, like they were t- calling it out as a rematch from the TNT Championship tournament from 2 years ago. From 2 years ago. So yeah. very weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that very was I mean it was weird. fine and Dustin, you know, is still pretty capable for his age and and I, I enjoy Lance. It's just like, okay, what why am I caring about this match? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got announcers like, "Oh, okay, they're they, because both guys have shown an ability to um, under promise and over deliver. I I was on paper excited for it, but yeah. in terms of what they actually delivered, eh, wasn't yeah. so great. Speaking of kind of weird, uh, Lexi Nair was interviewing Jay Lethal backstage. He was very disappointed about losing to Ricky Starks and Adam Cole. Was not saddened about losing to Sammy Guevara, but uh, he's <laughs> like, "There's got to be a better way." And I say, "Yes, there is." Just go back to Ring of Honor, where you will be forever tied to. Yeah, some sort of horcrux of indie wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's great! I wish that could have been yeah. That's fantastic. Fuego del Sol cut out House of Black like an idiot and got murdered for it. Yep. But the Dark yep, Order happen. got into the face of House of Black, so fuck yeah. <laughs> Give me Black versus yeah. Dark. Let's go. Oh, hang on, you know what? Don't. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, mm, uh, yeah. No, the, the intent. Your intention was 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 there. It just didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, the verbiage a bit was was a bit off. Scorpio Sky said that the forbidden door is now closed. So, okay, no more open challenges for the TNT title. Sure, uh, well, that's Red, a heel thing to say. Red Dragon beat up five and ten from the Dark Order. It was fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the the uh, the jobber side the NWO Hollywood side of the, uh, <laughs> of the dark, dark order. order yeah neither yeah. Rose murdered Maddie Renkowski uh, uh-huh. but before the match Chris Jericho via an on screen graphic gave Nyla the Sports Entertainer of the Week award and let me tell you Chris if you're gonna do that you need a cool sound bite like this Roughhouse Podcast Wrestler of the Week. Which I mean, you, you are s- not my friend. No, yo, you spent a lot of time putting that together. Yeah, exactly. You know, seconds of your life. Thousands of dollars of research <laughs> and development were put in to find the right tone, tenor, and pace yes. of that yes. soundbite. Countless revisions. So many, so many different rev. Revise one, revise two, yeah. revise three. I got a lot of emails. Final, final. Yeah, <laughs> final, final two. Yeah. Oh, God, I do not miss those days. <laughs> Parenthetical one. Jesus Christ. Uh, speaking of awards, Hook got his certificate of accomplishment from QT Marshall. Yep, and then rammed Aaron Solo's face through it. But then Dan Housen cursed Hook. So To no effect. What's that about? I, uh, Hook is super powered. He's got some kind of uh, resistance to curses. Well, they have been calling him a Jersey Devil, so maybe maybe he can't be cursed oh. because he's a devil. Okay, all right. And uh, then the so the show in its last section decided just to get really awesome. Ricky yeah. Starks and Swerve cut fucking amazing promos. Yep. Um, Mark Henry Mark did Henry his bit. Did his bit a bit that while I throw out a plug here, I've been requested to do for the main event at the <laughs> Auto Bar. April 8th. Very good. If you want to come out and see some Super Art Fight action, superartfight.com for tickets and details. But yeah, I, I've been I've been asked by a roster member to to do that. For, it's time for, for the, the main, main event. event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to do that. But then Starks and Swerve. Uh, yes, Swerve lost, which is a bummer. Yeah. But this match was fucking great. Yeah. No, I have zero complaints. Like, I mean, I was... And because I I wasn't sure which way it was going to go, like Taz, credit to Taz, you know, and Excalibur a couple times through commentary talking about what, you know, what would happen if Swerve won the FTW title kind of like, like made me think that it might actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it wasn't, you know, like I could have picked the winner very easily of every other match on the card. This one, you know, I I was, I, I bought in. I'll put it that way. Yeah. 
Uh, and then they had a big hot angle to close the show. Starks wins with the Rochambeau. Starks' new entourage, who, according to Taz, are, quote, his barber, his nutritionist, and his cobbler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Fucking Ricky Starks get shoes cobbled. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Only a man as small as Taz would believe that cobblers were still a thing. <laughs> Your elf economy does not apply to the real world, Tess. <laughs> uh, he'll send Hook after you. You gotta be know, careful. Um, but uh, Stark's entourage held up the banner to celebrate the victory. Out comes Keith Lee. This turns into a whole big brawl uh, with Team Taz, uh, Swerve, and uh, Keith Lee. And mm-hmm. if you're telling me this means I get like a big crazy, uh, you know. Uh, tornado tag match with Keith yeah. Lee swerve uh, against Team Taz. Fuck yeah. Like, let's do yeah. that yesterday. Why, yeah. why isn't this on my television as Mullen. soon as humanly possible? Um, in terms of Dynamite this coming Wednesday, we've got Darby Allen against Andrade, which should be fucking awesome. Yes. FTR versus the Gun Club, which should be a thing. A match. Yeah. Uh, and then in a qualifying match for the Owen Hart Cup, it'll be the Bunny against. A new member of the AEW women's roster who will be signed this coming Wednesday. Uh, so, Chris, while we wrap things up, I wanted to see who your guess is. Oh, uh, wow. Um, I mean, there are a couple free agents, uh, <laughs> whom it may be. Um, Ember Moon, a.k.a. Athena, she's going by now, Athena. I think. Yep. Athena, okay. She's uh, a possibility. Um, Definitely. I think Tegan Knox is still out there floating yep. around. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else is around? I know there are a couple others um, floating in the Tony free Storm. agency. Oh, yeah. Tony's. Well, I mean, she's making all that OnlyFans money now. So, you know. Why not both? Double dip. Double I dip mean, the chip. Go for it. I double dip that chip. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I, I think. I don't, I don't know who, who of of them or of anybody who I really need to see in there. Um, any of them would be fine choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think of anyone who's uh-huh. on the market right now. Yeah. I mean, there have been rumors that this person has signed somewhere. Okay. But we haven't seen him pop up yet. And uh-huh. I'm thinking this Wednesday night against noted... Needle mover, the bunny. Uh huh, yeah. Wrestling has more than one <laughs> royal family. Never said he couldn't compete in the women's division. <laughs> Soon to be your AEW Women's World Champion. I mean, if there's an inaugural tournament, cup, it's gotta be. Gotta be cool. oh. <laughs> this song is so fucking awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. This episode of The Rough House is brought to you by Lance Archer's new restaurant, Everybody Dines. That's right. When you walk through the front doors of Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, you're going to get just that. The opportunity to dine, and if you happen to dine and dash, you will die. Jake the Snake Roberts will grab you out front, pull you back inside, shove a crack pipe in your kid's mouth, piss in a bucket as Lance Archer proceeds to tear you apart piece by piece. At Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, I have everything. Try the Tomahawk Murder Hawk Steak as well as the Mohawk Chicken Tenders for the little kids. That's right. At Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, you dine, I dine, we all dine, everybody dines. At Lance Archer's Everybody Dines.